Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 61 of the latest PS5 podcast. I'm your host, Sonny Sangera, and I'm joined all the way from the Delphi Boxing Academy, boxing with Apollo Creed himself, Alex Sylvester. <laughs> How you doing, man? What's up, man? <laughs> all good? Yeah, all good, man. How's it going? I say, mate, you've wore PlayStation t-shirts in the background, but that is the... You, is you're becoming... Thing. You're becoming the Sean Layden of this podcast. It's all about the T-shirt. What T-shirt is he wearing this week? You, you know what keep I mean? going, man. You got to keep going. You know, just keep it up. That's it's becoming like a enough. thing, man. Yeah, hopefully, I got enough for the next hundred episodes, man. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Can't repeat him. Can't repeat him. I'm going to keep going. Oh, we'll see if you can do that. Right, I'm going to start going back we'll and framing back every T-shirt in a yeah, picture. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we got we got a lot to get through this week. Um, you know, but obviously, as we do, uh, if we just take a minute just to talk about our Patreon, you know, what that is, is an opportunity for you, the listeners, to help support the show. And in return, you get early access to our podcast episodes each and every week. You also get video versions of those podcasts and you get extra PlayStation episodes courtesy of myself and Alex. And this week's Patreon show, which is the latest PSX, is a doozy because we're going to be listing the top five PlayStation 5 rumors. So we're going to be talking about silent hill metal gear solid we're talking <laughs> about potential delays we're talking about gta 6 there's so many rumors going around that we thought we can't put it into the latest ps5 so we need to do it as a separate show which is what we're doing yep. speaking of patreon you guys are bringing this show to the public and this episode is brought to you by adam batty martin batterbury paulio doug sailor and scott Mc- scott mccluskey i uh, butchered his name just like you do every week, you know? <laughs> so you patreons we hope you enjoy this week's latest psx episode and if you want a subscriber yet please do so there's a tiny little bit of a preview of that rumor show at the end of this show so when this show ends don't stop it you'll see basically there's a few extra minutes to go and it's a tiny preview of our rumor show later but Alex, before we get into the news, when we've got a lot of news to get over, we're talking obviously oh, yes, Blue Box Studios, we're talking mm-hmm. about uh, Crunchyroll, you know, we're talking about GTA and the world of GTA that is, SSDs yeah. and so much more. But before we get into oh, yeah. all that, what have you been playing? Because I've seen you've been playing a few different games this week. Yeah, I've been switching it up. Uh, obviously, fans of the show will know that I'm, I'm crawling my way through um, Last of Us 2. Uh, currently playing as Abby now, and I think I'm on to day two. I've got like a new sidekick with me. I can't remember the guy's name. I think it's Lev or something. And he's like a kick-ass bow and arrow dude. And um, yeah, just found out that he doesn't have a mask, so I had to go down and try and secure one of those gas masks because obviously there's spores in the game and if you get if you inhale them you're going to turn into one of those crazy fungus zombies uh so i managed to secure a mask so he's going to be all right i think he's going to survive it man. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to save this after all and next to that i've been playing um we're trying to get through horizon obviously with all the news of horizon uh well, slowly tripling out um i've been just trying to catch up with that as well so um, and it's also a great game you can play with the kids around even though it's you know it's fictional violence and that you're killing what robots and stuff like that so it's not too yeah. bad <laughs> my, only, my, my, my only hint for you for horizon yeah, yeah. if you want the ultimate experience is mm. look for the audio logs listen to them because that is what details what happened you know and how they yeah. got to where they were so yeah yeah two stories you know going on simultaneously it's i'm looking forward to it yeah because it just doesn't make sense it's like why the hell are these machines eating grass 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yeah, hopefully, it hopefully it adds it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll see if they can actually answer that question. But anyway, how about you, man? What have you been up to? I've uh, been playing a few different things, you know. Um, <laughs> obviously, still going through Metro Exodus, playing that, Jurassic World Evolution. Um, yes. A little bit of um, players been playing FIFA with my son as well. Um, just, yeah, just playing those games, really. You know, nothing so, major on that front. I'm, I'm trying to finish Metro Exodus now. I've done fucking around. And I'm actually just ploughing through the story, trying to finish it to get it out of the way. Um, but we'll see where we go on that front. But shall we get into the news, yeah. Alex? Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Okay, so number one, Alex. Oh, for God's sake, I feel like we don't stop talking about this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But after months of teasing, conspiracies and discussions, the Blue Block Studios' abandoned saga was set to be answered this week. As yep. expected, only it wasn't, Alex. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. The real-time mm-hmm. experience app, which was pre-downloaded uh, on many gamers' PS5 consoles and was ready to go um, to do the update to unveil what it was. But unfortunately, the developer ran into technical issues mm-hmm. and the update is currently delayed indefinitely, though the team is working to get it fixed. So they've come out mm-hmm. with a few things, you know, uh, on the day yeah. there's a tech, they, they tweeted out, there's a technical issue with the delivery of the patch. We are working mm-hmm. to get this live ASAP. We apologize yeah. for the inconvenience. And then they updated it with a quick update. We are still working on it. We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience. And they've done some today where they said, look, we are a small team. We're not going to give you a date. We're just going to release the patch when it's ready. But a lot of people have highlighted that please don't do it tomorrow because tomorrow is the anniversary of PT. And if you manage to do that, then, you know, all the conspiracies are going to keep going. What's your thoughts? Alex, we're getting so close. and They're just pissing me off now, man. I just, it's fun. But it's pissing me it off is. at the same time. <laughs> you know, basically, they did exactly what the name of the, the title yeah, um, means. Basically, they just abandoned, you know, millions of fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> They've got them all, like, oh, hold on, when was the app available? The app was available from, what, last week? Yeah, so they've had plenty of time to actually work on all the little kinks and all the gremlins. I mean, we all get gremlins. I had some myself today. Um, and they had a whole week to do it. So you're telling me that they managed to get thousands, of, if not millions of people to download this app. And on the launch day, it just didn't work. Nobody could press control out and delete. Nobody could reset the computer. It's like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what I think it is, it's just that we know that Sony, ever since the um, PlayStation 5 was released, they've been completely different in terms of their marketing. You know, it's mm-hmm. not really been predictable. They've been going off schedule, which has been fun. And uh, this game seems like it's true to form. You know, especially with all the rumors and all the conspiracy, they've just been playing into it. This, you know, this idea that it could be Kojima, it could be a number of other people, but it's just a small indie studio. And with the amount of um, titles being thrown around as well, I mean, I'm just thinking it's just like a great marketing ploy, you know. And I think it's 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 getting the attention. I mean, if anything, they had all the um, if they wanted to kind of gauge the type of interest, you know. Obviously, you got. Uh, Twitter, you know, going crazy right now. But they've also got to see exactly how many people with PlayStations will be willing to download or even interested in this brand new game. Mm-hmm. Um, but how many times do we actually hear of an app, you know, being... Exactly. Produced? Sony first party don't even get this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. So, I mean... Sony first party traditionally don't get this. I mean, mm-hmm. we all know that Housemark as well wasn't uh, first party, but now they are. So uh, is Blue Box going to be... Is, are they in the runnings? You know, that's what I want to see. And I think they are, to be honest. Especially mm. when it's like, they must be. <laughs> must it'll, be, be 
it'll be interesting to see what happens on that one. I think it is, mm-hmm. you know, if it's got people talking in circles, it's got people having discussions about it, it's got people yawning yeah. and fed up about it like this. <laughs> but, you know, over time, we'll see what happens. You know, I think yeah. I think it's just annoying that we all finally got ready, the crescendo was ready, and then there's a technical yeah. error. And we're like, really? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. And Come you on. can see that's yeah. pissed a lot of people off, you know, so... Yeah. We're just waiting to see what happens, you know. But, um, see what happens. But what as always, thinking? when it gets announced, we'll break it down in detail. We'll talk about it as we have for weeks, you know, weeks and weeks. If you go back a few episodes, you will see um, me and Alex went for like 20 minutes where we broke down all the conspiracies and, you know, the links to Kojima and Konami and things like that. So we'll see what happens on that front. But uh, we'll move on from independent, Alex, to big acquisitions. And this one yep. is absolutely huge. <laughs> Okay, number two, Alex. So, um, you know, we spoke about this quite a while back when it was first happening, but basically uh, a little time ago, reports revealed that Sony was in final negotiations to purchase anime streaming service Crunchyroll for over Mm. $957 Well, this week it was announced that Sony's Funimation Global Group, LLC, has acquired Crunchyroll from WarnerMedia's AT&T for a whopping, a Burger King whopping, $1.175 billion in cash upon closing the deal, making this one of the biggest transactions in the anime industry. Now, I know listeners are probably thinking, why are they talking about that? But you've got to understand content is king. And Mm -hmm. you're seeing how popular video games to anime is on Netflix and streaming services. And if Sony owns those IPs, anime, you know, the fact that they now have Funimation and they have Crunchyroll, which are two huge pillars in the and it's like sony and microsoft merging you know what i mean that's what mm-hmm. funimation and crunchyroll is like but in the anime world i mean you're more into anime than i am what's your thoughts on this the fact that sony now have you know just such a huge huge control of the of the anime market i think that's a good question actually i think with um you know with sony actually now when you think about it they're actually controlling the anime market and I guess when we're looking at a world where things are increasingly becoming more diverse in terms of where we can actually get our content from, you've got Netflix, Disney, and the like, you know, HBO Max, we need that one location where it's just going to be guaranteed anime, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a great focus and you've pretty much got the market, you know, and especially when you go for the, these uh, conventions, you know, these Comic-Cons, you know, that's that's what you see, you know, it's games and anime, the majority of it all, right? I mean, obviously you've got some movie tie-ins as well. But the games and anime um, populace, you know, they flood, what, 50%, if not more. So I think it's a great um, strategy from um, Sony and to make, um, what, the PlayStation 5, what, the hub for anime, you know, on-demand anime. Not to mention all the other plans, what they've got, you know, there's rumours about movies, you know, coming out as well. So obviously they're trying to compete with the likes of Netflix, get that monthly subscription money, you know, they're slowly building you know, their content library. And I think anime is definitely the way to go because nobody else is looking at it. And in terms of Warner Media and AT&T, they need the cash. <laughs> you know what I mean? definitely, so definitely. That, that was a massive um, merger between the two. So um, the fact is that they've managed to, you know, sell it to a worthy, um, I wouldn't say competitor, but, you know, uh, a worthy group. Uh, it just makes sense. So, you know, it's just going to be good, great for the fans. What about you, man? What are you thinking? Uh, I think it's good if, the, you know, we spoke about consolidation in the video game industry and it's always dangerous to have a monopoly. But I mean, if Sony are mm. going to link 
Funimation and Crunchyroll together or absorb it in. You know, anime has been growing massively, exponentially over the last few years. But more importantly, it's been growing exponentially in China, you mm. know, and Sony are signing the, they don't care about having their own streaming service for their movie content or anything like that. As you can see with the deals they've struck with Netflix, which are huge, which are, yeah. you know, that Netflix that gets exclusive rights to all the Sony films. So Sony are not going down that route. But like you said, they do, they do with video games, and now they will with anime. So it's huge, and the licensing deals to these anime projects. I think temporarily, uh, an anime film was America's biggest opening this year, mm-hmm. you know, before it got overtaken by an, another new release and so on. So, yeah, yeah it'll be interesting. Um, you know, the rumours are as well that Sony were considering tying um, a new PlayStation Plus tier, which is what you get with PlayStation Plus with anime on top of it as well. Nice. Which would be really, really interesting. It's not for me, but if people do like anime and stuff like that, it's something that they can go into, Definitely. which is great. But um, 1.175 billion, I've already seen people moaning saying they could have bought video game companies and develop. You don't, they don't need to. They've got enough as it is. They don't need any more. I know people get really excited. I'll be honest with you. Like I said, the only people I want them to buy now is Blue Point, just because Blue Point are the only remakes I want are old Sony games anyway, and I don't want Blue Point <laughs> wasting their time on something else because the only yeah. third party game I wanted remade is being remade, and that's Dead Space. So yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. On that front. But um, you know, it's it's a, it's an interesting thing. But no matter how much money anime will make for Sony, it will not make money that the following game in story number three makes because it yep. is just ridiculous that we're talking about this game eight years after its launch still, and that's Grand Theft Auto. So Alex, three. number three, and this is huge, um, huge because of the content of the game, but obviously as well from a technical standpoint. So in a blog post from PlayStation Blog Germany, so this came off an official PlayStation blog post, the newly polished PS5 version of GTA 5 stands as the final game in a list of upcoming titles to expect on the console before the end of the year. What is interesting about the listing is that the game is detailed to run at 4K 60 frames per second. That's massive, right? When you think about yeah, what GTA is like, you know, gorgeous. Yeah, and to yeah, give you an idea just how big listeners, if you're not understand why we're still talking about Grand Theft Auto, or take two recently announced that GTA 5 has sold over 150 million copies since its launch <laughs> in 2013. It's insane. It's absolutely insane to the point where you know that they're scratching their balls and heads and thinking, why? Do we even need to make like a sequel? It's, <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, there is. And like when you think about it, I mean, of all the millions of uh, games players there are right across the world, you know, there's there's that's, that's only 150 million of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It goes, it goes into the uh, 300 million, 400 million, if not, you know, billions. So obviously, Take Two is looking at this thinking, you know, we still need to go for that 200 million mark. I mean, that's just going to be great for us, but we could just keep pushing this, especially for the next, what, three, five years, mm. you know, just keep making quality of life updates. Um, but only time will tell. Depends on whether we're going to get any more news about GTA 6. But I don't think it's going to be likely one. They might as well just turn this into a service and that's it, um, especially with these figures. But um, going back to the quality of this, I mean, obviously it's going to look absolutely lush on the PS5, 4K, 60 frames per second. I mean, obviously PC users have been going crazy with that for the longest time, but obviously having a convenience with the SSD availability right there, it's just going to be a great experience. Again, 
you know, for <laughs> numerous players, which I'm sure people have bought it like three times for each. You know what? I, well, I, I tell you what, I bought GTA 5 on PS3, started the game, probably got a quarter of the way through, and then I stopped. Yeah. Then I borrowed my brothers on PS4, yeah. got to the same point and stopped. I need to finish the game, <laughs> yeah. like play the game and actually finish the campaign. <laughs> so I will do it on the PS5 version. It looks beautiful, right? Yeah. But while you were talking, I was just looking. Yeah. I want to give you an idea and I want the listeners to listen to how mm-hmm. big GTA, just GTA 5 is, okay? Yep, go for it. GTA 5 is a singular game. It sold more copies than the entire Assassin's Creed franchise in terms of console games, right? Mm-hmm. The Switch is Nintendo's fastest so far selling console ever and it's mm-hmm. best ever from a sales performance for first party games yeah. it's top six games are mario kart 8 deluxe at 37 million animal crossing at 33 million super smash brothers ultimate at 25 million legend of zelda at 23 million pokemon at 21 million super mario odyssey at 21 million combine them all they've sold less than gta 5 <laughs> that yeah, tells you like well, I didn't realize until I just started adding it up while you were talking. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, how big is GTA Five? I mean, we knew years. I think it was like what about three or four years ago that it's taken more money than Star Wars. Ever. It's taken more money than Star Wars, really? Than, it's the biggest wow. entertainment revenue thing ever. It's ridiculous, yeah, right? But pretty, I mean, what's, what's even more amazing the fact is that they've managed to carry it over. You know what I mean? Three, three different generations, and it doesn't seem like they're stopping. I mean, it's just whatever engine that they're using at the moment. I'm not sure what it is, but they've the wizards at Take Two, you know, and uh, and Arista have just done amazing work because that would have been a very difficult feat for normal developers. You know what I mean? To make sure that it continued as it has done so seamlessly, it seems into you know generation three and it could easily go into generation four because as we've seen in the figures i mean i just they heard well i heard what last um they've had a 70 percent uptake um yeah in the past two years you know it just shows that it's just increasing in popularity if if take two and rockstar wanted they could Mm. separate gta online and release it and they can because Call of Duty did that with Warzone. They separate yeah. them, right? And yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War has Warzone in there. But if you don't want that, you can just go to the PlayStation Store and download Warzone. Yeah. Cannot, cannot with GTA Online. You got to get GTA Five to get GTA. Take Two aren't stupid. You want to play GTA Online? You're buying GTA Five. You stop yeah. playing GTA Online. You sell the game or whatever. A year later, oh, I want to go back in there. And you rebuy GTA Five again. Yeah, right? again. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Um, but. Yeah, I think with the PS5 and the Xbox Series S X version, I think this time, in two years' time, let's say two years, it will be at two. But before GTA 6 comes out, it will be at 200 million sold plus. Easily. He's crazy. I'm trying to think just how fast can they move another 50 million units, really? They're going to sell another six or seven on previous generation by Christmas, yeah. and then you the PS5 and the Xbox Series X will probably add another two, three this side of Christmas. So they're going to sell, yeah. you know, another 10 million before the financial quarter ends in March. And then yeah. the next year, obviously, more PS5s are in the wild, more Xboxes in the wild, more GTAs are in the wild. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, no matter what a new device comes out, obviously, we've got Steam Deck coming out, so that's just going to encourage more people to be able to play it. <laughs> so there's going to be more purchases on it. 
Yeah, I mean, we're looking at what the greatest selling game in history, isn't it? So it's I think just yeah, continue. so it, it's it's skewed because the only two games above it are Minecraft and Tetris. Now Tetris is uh, like four hundred and eighty six million, but the, it's very skewed over everything, mobile phone included. That's and all versions like, yeah, of Tetris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's count. So that's good relegated. Minecraft. Yeah, it's also is, Minecraft. It's, but you got to remember that's like. Sometimes it's one ninety nine. Sometimes it's two ninety nine. Sometimes it's six ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, it's a mobile yeah. game, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. but GTA. So it's a console that's it, game. Then. Yeah. So that's it, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's taking a crown. Yeah. It's massive. Um, but I'll be looking forward to the four K sixty frames per second on that one. Definitely. Good. Okay, Alex. This is your up your uh, street on this one. Number four. Oh, nice. Digital Foundry have test have obviously they've got access to the um, PS five firmware beta. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been test driving the new PS5 system software update um, and has found that upgrading the console with an M.2 NVMe SSD, got that out in one go, uh, <laughs> can improve the system's load times and transfer yeah. rates. The site tested a Samsung 980 Pro SSD and found that it slightly boosts loading time for some mm. PS4 games, including The Witcher 3, as well as transfer speeds. So this is what Digital Foundry said, and I quote, yeah. The Samsung 980 Pro is fast enough to handle taxing PS5 exclusives like Ratchet and Clank and works just like PS5 stock drive in its delivery of high bandwidth scenes. Plus, there's the loading time advantage. Most games in our test suite from The Witcher 3 to Fallout 4 all run with a marginal lead on the 980 Pro. We have no loss in performance and only a gain in overall storage. So it's good to hear. But I'll I'll tell you what, Alex. Yeah. I won't be doing. People have been trying to get onto beta. I don't understand why. Why would you want to when you cannot replace your damaged PS5 at retail? Why would you beta test hardware that could require a heatsink and fuck the PS5 up? But yeah. you signed a declaration to do the beta. I'm just like, yeah. I'll wait until they can say, yeah, this shit works fine. There's no lasting issues. I'm like, now I'll put it in because I ain't saying, <laughs> can you imagine sitting there waiting for weeks while your PS5's away for delivery? I'm like, fucking hell, man. No yeah, time. yeah, they probably wouldn't come anytime soon, but it's like, you know, you know what I mean? I'm feeling the shortage from that. But, but yeah, it's been crazy because right. I have seen pictures of people with like two terabytes and things like that. You know, the space is there and I'm crazy, like, yeah, that's it? cool. And I like the fact that and the most important fact on this, Alex, it's not proprietary and SSDs mm. that are compatible with the PS5 are already in price promotions against each other and dropping prices. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you go, um, when your peripheral market is open to all businesses, prices drop dramatically. Whereas if it's down to one, you're obviously always ending up with that set price, aren't you? Yeah, it is. And it's only going to get better and better for the, for the punters and the fans. But yeah, dude, I mean... Yeah, the performance is good. It's good to see. But uh, what they didn't really mention, we'll talk about, was the fact that obviously with the um, the hard drive inside the PS5, not only is it running the game, it's also running the operating system as well. So that's going to slow slow things mm-hmm. down. So when you've actually got a dedicated piece of hardware um, just playing the games, obviously it's going to be a lot faster, even a smidgen faster. But it's great to see. But the amount of hoops you got to jump through just to get this installed into your system. <laughs> You know what I mean? Especially getting uh, the heat sink, the right heat sink. I mean, they're, they're quite cheap. I mean, I think you can actually pick up a heat sink for what, um, maybe uh, 20, 20 pounds or, you know, $10 or whatever. So it's not ridiculously expensive, but it's just the fact that you've got to 
make sure that you assemble it properly and then obviously place it into the PlayStation 5. It's just like a PC, Alex. It's just like a PC. It's just like a PC. It's just <laughs> a know? PC S5. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's worth it. It is actually worth it. I mean, think about it. We've all wanted more storage and now it's here, finally. But you're right. I mean, Definitely beta testing, wait. Beta testing wait. is not, no, is not inviting to me. You know exactly. what I mean? I normally beta test a lot of stuff. Not right, not with my PS5. If oh. there was plenty at the store around the corner, then yeah, I'm like, yeah, definitely. I could get it replaced in no time. But um, the way the shortages are happening, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be lighting up for the next year and a half at least. Mm. Nah, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I just yeah, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't chance it without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but yeah, obviously, we're not long to go. And it's good to hear that. SS- and obviously, SSDs will keep getting faster, you know, so eventually they'll have a big performance boost um, on PlayStation 5, which will be great for us. Yeah. Uh, OK, Alex, so number five on there, um, we're going back to take two. So publishing behemoth take two has three unannounced remasters and rem- or remakes in the pipeline for financial year 2022. That's this Sweet. one. Um, the company specifically mentioned three unannounced titles in its pipeline details that were published a few days ago, coming under the new iterations of previously released titles category. This isn't the first time, though, that we've heard about Take-Two planning remasters. In May 2020, the publisher announced plans for new iterations of previously released titles, the exact same phrasing as what they used this time, which it planned to ship between financial year 2022 to 2024. Got a... I mean, it's got to be GTA, right? You know, surely you're remastering GTA 3 or Vice City or San Andreas, mm-hmm. but then you also have things like um, it's Max Payne franchise. You also have things like The Warriors. My wish is that they do Rockstar Table Tennis, but we'll see what happens in that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, but I mean, if Take-Two want to make even more money, remaster GTA, right? And then yeah, it's all hands yeah, on deck. That's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. And that's going to be the game that I'll be definitely going for as well. Remaster it, give it, you know, the HD treatment, 4K, 60, you know, you know, the usual bells and whistles. And that will just sell another million, 10 million, 100 million, you know what I mean? I think the only stream. reason I would doubt that it's a GTA game is GTA is renowned for voice actors, celebrity voice actors, and more importantly, the music. And mm. we've already seen with the Tony Hawk franchises in the past and when they get remade and remake, how hard it is to relicense music. Oh, you know, what are you uh, talking about? You know I mean? We're talking about the greatest selling franchise or game franchise in the history of games. Yeah, now entertainment in general, right? They've got cash. Yeah. No, got no, 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 they've got cash. It's They'll just be out to pay for whatever royalties they want. Yeah, be like, yeah, cool, don't worry. That's just, mm-hmm. that's pocket change for them right now, mate. It'd be interesting. <laughs> um, but I mean, it would be kind of cool if it was like a obscure game that they did in the past, like, you know, like the table tennis game, which was really popular. It was exclusive to 360 when it launched. Um, mm. You know, I personally, if I could pick one, I would love them to redo um, Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. You know, I loved the Midnight okay. Club games. They were so good. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, you know, hip hop fast meets Fast and the Furious, that game, you know, so we'll see what happens um, mm. on there. But you know, whew, speaking of remakes, we'll Alex, see. I love yep. talking about this one because it's the one I wanted and it's the one I'm getting. So, uh, number six, Alex, the creative director for Dead Space remake has revealed that the upcoming survival horror title will utilize an uninterrupted sequence shot oh, similar yeah. to what Sony Santa Monica achieved with yeah. God of War uh, back in 2018 on the PS4. I yeah. love that. 
So yeah, speaking during an interview on EA's official website, uh, Roman Campos Oriela reiterated that Dead Space Remake is being completely rebuilt using the Frostbite engine with fresh assets, mm. while the added muscle of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X slash S SSD will allow for a seamless experience from start to finish. And I quote, our intention is to offer a fully unbroken experience. It will be an uninterrupted sequence shot from the start screen to the end credit without interruption. Mm. Elsewhere, the game's art director, Mike Yazijan, revealed that the team at EA Motive plan to do away with some things that didn't work and make sure that the game stays relevant to modern audiences. We've got concept art, visual guidelines, source materials, notes on the conversations we had with them, the knowledge that they gained. It's all here. It's all going into this game. But Alex, let's just scroll all the way back. An uninterrupted sequence shot. I can't believe it's very rarely been done, but it worked so well with God of War and we're going to get it in dead space. It's crazy, yeah. right? To be honest, I think there should just be like a new rave or a revolution in terms of storytelling where every action game just uses, you know, their full creativity to figure out exactly how they can make a single scene experience or a single shot experience because, yeah, it worked very well with uh, God of War. They even use it in Loki, you know what I mean? They had mm. some certain scenes. I mean, you see various films utilise it. Um, noticeably was uh, Children of Men, you know, I think the, the war scene, they use it in there. And, like, the first time I saw that, I mean, you just think it's just so much more immersive. You and know, you that, actually um, feel like you're there with the characters. Was it... 1942 that they actually did a full-blown war film yeah. where they only had one yeah, break yeah. halfway through the film but i was just <laughs> yeah. like man if, oh, you few, that cool. up, if you f that up you got to go all the way back right you know yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. i Definitely. loved it like god of war was done so well i think you do need a bigger production budget and you do need a, a, a highly skilled team to and a great imagination to pull it off you know to to link sequences together um mm -hmm. SSD should allow every single game to not have a problem with this. You know, from a technical standpoint, it's capable in every game. It just comes down to assets available from the developer side, really. Yeah. But, I mean, this Dead Space game, the fact that he's talking about that things that didn't work, they've got all the source material, they've spoke to original developers, they have assets, everything, you know, that they can use for this new game. If this game isn't what Alien did for horror films back for Hollywood. This game needs to set a new benchmark for horror games, right? Because this has got oh, to be well. Resident Evil. This has to be on a level that Resident Evil 7 was because horror yeah. had gone stale in video games and then Resident Evil 7 came and then it just yeah. sparked the industry into horror movies again. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, genre yeah. was alive again, you know what I mean? Well, one thing that sticks out to me, you know, which I find, well, I find it kind of funny, is uh, the part where it says, our intention is to offer a fully unbroken experience. Yeah, I mean, there's the rest as well. But uh, obviously, we, we know about Mass Effect 3. <laughs> you know, was it Mass Effect 3? Or uh, Andromeda. <laughs> Andromeda, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was just broken as fuck. And obviously, everybody doesn't want to go down the same experience as we've had with... Um, the name escapes me now. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Uh, obviously, that's that's another glitch right there. Nobody wants a nobody wants a Cyberpunk glitch. Nobody wants to to be known or renowned as the video game um, developer who came up with a broken game, something which is half baked, which we needed patches upon patches. So it's nice to see that EA is going to be coming out full force with a brand new experience, and they're going to make sure that it's completely polished. So hopefully, there won't be no crazy day one patches. Mm. You know. And, and I think that, I think the big thing as well with uh, Dead Space is, it is it's very linear as well. So mm. uh, obviously there is bits we can backtrack and things like that, but it is like God of War. It's not like a massively open game. So obviously yeah. we can um, 
you know, con- they, the developers can control that a lot better, you know, and yeah. the visual should, the, the ray tracing in that has got to be ridiculous. It's got to set a benchmark, man. I cannot yeah. wait. It'll be on top, man. It's going to be beautiful. Definitely. Um, okay, Alex. So with that being said, we shall move on. And um, just a quick update before we get on to the letters and questions. Uh, this week is the final week of the summer sale on the PlayStation Store. They've updated it with newer games. Um, this is the, one of the biggest sales of the year. So if you haven't already, if you're on PS4, if you're on PS5, head over to the PlayStation Store. Just have a look at all the games. There's so many on there. So make sure you go to the filter and uh, select full games. So only the full games come up there. And then you can make it even more filtered how you want it. But there's some great games. I picked up Metro Exodus for £8. Final Fantasy's in there. FIFA's in there. All the Ubisoft games, as always, are in there. You know, there's so many games on there. Um, mm. It's definitely worth uh, having a look. And Tetris Effect is in there as well, you know. So definitely have a look at that. But Alex, let's move on to the letters, emails, tweets, and YouTube comments that we got oh, yeah. here. Um, if you listeners want to write in, you can. You can email ps 5 at gmail.com or you can tweet at latestps 5 via a tweet or a DM or on our YouTube channel, which is the latest PS5 podcast, you can head over there and you can leave a comment as well. Me and Alex will collate and then we'll pick two questions for the show. So the first one is from Joanne from Maryland in the US. Every time I hear Maryland, I think Elvis. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I think cookies. Those Maryland okay. cookies. <laughs> true, true. On there. I'm, I'm hungry um, right now. <laughs> uh, so Joanne says, uh, hey guys, before my question, can I say, can I say you boys are hilarious? The competitive nature reminds <laughs> the competitive nature reminds me of me and my sister. We always go head to head on NHL and Madden. God help your families <laughs> if a new Tekken is released. <laughs> all hell will break loose. That's all right. uh, it's a new world order if there's a new Tekken out, I tell you that. Uh, on that note. In the yeah. past, what games have had the biggest bragging rights for you and why? Keep up the work and try not to argue with each other when answering this question. <laughs> oh, that's a loaded question right there. You know us very well, Joanne. <laughs> oh, man. So the biggest bragging oh. rights. I mean, obviously, it's self-explanatory. Uh, Tekken yeah. between me and Alex is has been going on. How long has the PlayStation been out, dude? Since 96? Yeah, yeah, We've been out on Tekken, and it? Yeah, yeah, it's been out for for a long time. Um, so I would say we probably yeah, started think, playing think... against each other since '97. So that's like what three twenty three. Oh, fucking hell, man! That's yes, yes, it has twenty four um, years. Twenty four yeah, years we've been smashing each other. Oh, I've been smashing you and Deccan. <laughs> well, I've been smashing. No, no, no. Nah, I'll beat, beat you to it. I'll beat you to the line. I'll beat you to the line. We can cut that part out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think Tekken's Tekken's the main game that we've been smashing each other. I mean, obviously, I've I've, I've smashed you at. Um, pairs obviously you know what I mean I mean you, you try to come against me and each time I have listeners know you're chatting shit mate. You. you're laughing as you're talking because you know <laughs> I mean has there, been, has there been any games for you uh with your brothers because obviously you guys have had a mix of consoles over every generation so what the games majority stand out yeah, the, that you have had a feud with with your brothers yeah the majority will probably be um yeah it would be Tekken uh it'll be Injustice a lot of fighting games to be honest you know um uh, Tekken Injustice, Killer Instinct, back in the day. Um, but one of the key ones was Goldeneye. We're talking way back on the N64. That game was absolutely sick. So, um, yeah, those will be my three, uh, mm. definitely. Uh, how about you? 
Um, like he's going to be in there, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously, this <laughs> tech in, in with you. Uh, this Pez or what they call yeah. it, football now with my brother, my younger brother. We've gone through fucking physical fights in yeah. this game. We've gone through breaking controllers. It's the ultimate <laughs> bragging rights. That game, yeah. you know, that football game. Um, mm-hmm. Fight night with uh, your brothers as well. So that was like me, my brother, my Quite cousin, nice. you, yeah. your brothers. We yeah. had a big fight night summer where the bragging rights were ridiculous on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex, you don't understand like the competitive nature. Like me, my brother, and my cousin, we used to have mm-hmm. Facebook score sheets. Yep. So every time we'd have a game, it'd be as a Facebook comment. So it was there for posterity. <laughs> And who was like who yeah, was like the fight the night champ? Who was the fight <laughs> night champion? Who was the Pez champion? Yeah. And every time I get it in my memories, every year I just tag them all in it every year just to remind them that we don't play anymore. <laughs> but I was the final champ, so yeah. I'm still the, the final champ. champ oh, like, yeah, I guess we, well, obviously that'll probably restart now with eFootball or whatever. Yeah, but it's it. it's funny. The, the, I think the funniest time for me is so there's me, my younger brother, and my two cousins. And mm. me and one of my cousins were Team Don. And my brother and my other cousin were Team Vultures. And we <laughs> used to just compete with each other in everything. Um, yeah. Resistance, Fall of Man, multiplayer, Pez. But the big one, I would say, is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We used to go oh, two-on-two, yeah. two, sabotage mode, and we would just play over and over and over again. Quite <laughs> three revolution, every, all these games, man. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy competitive, but that's what makes gaming great is that yeah. competitive nature, you know. And when you see your brothers, tell them I still fuck them up and fight night. So <laughs> yeah, you could try. Actually, I got a shout out to my brother actually, Gavin. Happy birthday. It's his it's his birthday today, so your special edition. <laughs> and speaking of that, you know, he can hear this as well. Happy birthday. You're still shit at Pez, mate. You know, uh, so we'll probably be on next week now. That's it. That's it. Uh, so we'll move on to the next yeah. question. Uni tweeted in, as I mentioned, you can tweet in at latest PS5. Uni from Singapore. I think that's our first one from Singapore. Singapore nice. What's up? Uh, good show. Thanks. Why has PlayStation had no big show uh, like E3 this summer? Silence is not good. I mean, we spoke about it before. I think for me, it's a very precarious position. I don't think, I think Sony are in a position where they're, they're selling like hotcakes. They can't, they, they don't need to spend a penny more to sell anymore because there's nothing to sell. The machines are really, really limited. But again, I just don't think as well, Alex, I just don't think games are ready because of the pandemic. Everything, everybody's games got put back. I mean, Sony showed a logo for God of War because assets weren't ready to be shown yet, you know, and Horizon. The big Nintendo. You know, and Horizon, yeah, that looked great in a deep dive, but I guarantee you, if she went off track, it looked terrible because it, it that was just a hell. vertical, yeah. vertical <laughs> slice, you know. That was choreographed <laughs> yeah, to get it where was. it needed to go, but it, it is just a case of that, isn't it? And there's no point in spending a million quid on this, like, video showcase when you don't, you're not going to set... Sony of Jim Ryan, as we've spoke about on the show, very financially driven. Um, yeah. And he's not dumb, so he knows that why are we going to make a million dollars show where we have nothing to sell, where let's do one late August, September, when we're going to have more as we run into Christmas and we're going to compete with Halo. That's where you need to control the mind share. So you've got to be tactical. Like Xbox are great at the moment. You know, they had their smaller showcases. They did an E3 show. They've announced one for Gamescom, which is great as well. Um, it's good for them. They, they need to do that. Whereas Sony are in a position with Nintendo. It's like, when we're ready to show you, we'll show you. Yeah. Vera State. They're in the privacy, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like Nintendo, they, 
they 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 hear the criticisms mm. from everybody about Zelda, but Zelda wasn't ready to be shown for such a long time. Every yeah. Nintendo Direct came, we're going to see Zelda, and all it was is a one sentence update. Okay. And Nintendo yeah. were like, yeah. first impressions are everything. When it's ready to show, we will show you. You know, and I bet you, if you ask Microsoft, they wish they could take all those Halo um, showings back. You know, <laughs> wait until they had it right first time. Yeah. That's like an example, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, obviously, where it's it's quality is king now, right? And we know that you just can't release broken games like we mentioned with Cyberpunk and obviously with Halo as well. You know, people just, well, developers, these companies know that their reputation is on the line with everything that they do now because everything's being scrutinized, whether it's on Twitter, YouTube or whatever. We rip everything to shreds. It's just, you know, the culture today. And uh, Sony obviously is very aware of this. Uh, Microsoft had no choice, like you said. You know, they had to come out swinging because their first, well, their first outing was shit, well, crap, you know, <laughs> like a verbal word. Uh, and Nintendo, like you said, it's in the driving scene, so they can just relax for a bit. But um, but yeah, obviously, because of the pandemic, it's it's just moved so much of the scheduling around. So there's no point in them coming out with another graphic or, you know, if we're going to be saying it's going to be coming out in 2022 or, you know, but not really being specific with the actual month or even a quarter. So the best thing for them to do is just to lay quiet. And obviously, we've got the uh, situation with the um, uh, semiconductor shortage as well. So it just makes sense for them just to hold off for now and then have all the mind share, have all the focus on them. Because now, just like uh, this late uni from Singapore is asking, what is Sony doing? How many other millions of people around the world are asking the same thing? So Sony know that when they do finally release mm-hmm. any information, it's going to be tweet. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be blown on Twitter. It's going to be trending. It's just going to be all over the place. They'll take the mind share and just, just rule you know so they can relax but obviously we'll have to jump onto the latest psx if you want to know some of the other rumors which yeah, are <laughs> exactly we're going to talk about that after and again at the end of this show don't just switch off when you hear the music you will hear a, a small preview of that rumor show so you can see the sort of things that we talk about on latest psx but alex you're right sony always hold off they get people dying for news and then they come out with a big showcase and an event you know which is really really good and we can't wait for it. and we are hearing you know, there is a rumor of August 19th. You know, I'm still sticking to September as a big, the big showcase. So we'll see what goes mm. on from that one. But great question, yeah. Uni. And again, listeners, if you want to um, ask a question, you can email thelatestps5 at gmail.com. You can tweet at latestps5 or send us a DM on Twitter, or you can leave a YouTube comment on the Latest PS5 podcast YouTube channel. All the links will be in the description for this show. But Alex, last week, you know, we mm-hmm. asked the question and the end of it was, please bring the question show back. And it was fun. You know, we used to get really competitive on that. And we thought we've got to take this a step further. What can we do? But we wanted to do something mm-hmm. a little bit different. So after the request to bring back question time from one of our listeners, yep. a number of them, um, we thought, you know, how many responses are we getting to this? People want the question. So we thought, let's bring back that new segment as we spoke about. So there's a separate one for mm-hmm. you and a separate one for me. But obviously for the first week, uh, Alex had to go away and think of questions for me and I had to go away and think of questions for Alex and we're on video so there's no way to cheat mate you can't check your phone you can't do anything because <laughs> you're going to get seen here so Alex <laughs> uh, I haven't told you what your new game is you haven't told okay. me what my new game is so your no. new game is everybody knows Jeopardy and mm-hmm. it's sort of like that so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you three questions every week but it's not a question. It's like a Jeopardy question. So it's mm-hmm. something about a character. And um, you've got to guess 
who it is or it might not be a character it might be a game or it might be a console or it might be a developer it might be a publisher or something like that right Uh, so for example i could be like um um, an agent who likes to run around in the snow or hide in a cardboard box it's solid snake right from metal gear solid Mm -hmm. because you know he's an agent he's in the snow and he's obviously loves hiding in a car, but so it's that sort of thing, right? I don't know if he loves hiding in a car. No, you get it, you get it. You ready though? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, so you could take your time. Obviously, we'll see if you're cheating, if you're typing or anything like that. No time limits, so take <laughs> your time to think about it. Yep. So, number one, light footed, yep. likes to roll around. So, wait, light footed, likes to roll around and loves an adventure. And loves an adventure. So, I repeat. Light-footed, light-footed, yeah. Likes to roll around mm-hmm. and loves an adventure. Light-footed. Okay, all right. Here's here's my answer. What is a blue Sonic? Uh, yeah. Okay, that was easy. Okay, do, do you get where the ref? Obviously, this is good because the listeners can try and guess and think as well. So it's good to not yeah, guess yeah. straight away. Okay, but cool. what were the what did you think when you heard those? So light-footed, obviously, likes to roll around. You're thinking, ching, 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 when he goes off. Yeah. yeah did you yeah, get the adventure bit? Roll around. It was just a roll around. And the adventure was the kind of thing that just secured it. But the light-footed, I was thinking, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, the rolling around is a key thing. I mean, Mario doesn't roll around. Well, he does gamble sometimes. But, you know, with an adventure like that, he's more of an odyssey in it. So, yeah, it had to be one of the two. And I went for... Shout yeah, out to the shout out to the Dreamcast, you know, with yeah, the Sonic the Adventure. Also as well. Uh, we've got Idris Elba now, he's gonna be part of the uh Sonic 2, isn't he? Knuckles. He's gonna be playing Knuckles. That's gonna be sick. Uh, yeah, 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 I look forward to that. Cool, mm. cool. Okay, Final number part, two. One nil. Number two. This one's gonna be oh, I don't know if you uh, might uh, no, this one should be easy. Sure. A detective. So a detective who yep. drinks away his demons and probably watch the Matrix. I repeat, a detective who drinks mm. away his demons and probably watched The Matrix. And probably watched The Matrix. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, drinks away his demons. Shall I give you a clue? Yeah, I'll give you a clue, right? You played a demo... And you were the best. Like you, you've played the demo. That's it. I've played the demo. And this was oh, years yeah. ago. This was years ago. Years ago. Okay. Okay. All right. Then yeah. So if it's years ago, yeah. Things in the Matrix. You know, there's only one game that's got to be. It can't be even the Matrix. <laughs> it's not the Matrix. Uh, what is Max motherfucking pain? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were going to get that one. Oh, yeah. It's like Max Wayne. I should oh, say yeah. I, You know what? I didn't think you were going to get it, you know, because obviously I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, this one might be too That's hard, you know. Um, but then one. I wasn't going to do it, but then I remembered you played the demo. And yep. I thought, okay, he's played it, but he's played thousands of demos, so he, he won't I get it that easy. But I thought, and, I've, and I've clocked the shit out of Max Payne, so I know about the game. There so, you yeah. go, man. There you go. Okay, the last one. Yep. This yep. Chinese... 16-year-old student has a tendency to annoy people by getting down low, 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 low. <laughs> so I repeat, this yeah. Chinese 16-year-old yeah. student has a tendency mm-hmm. to annoy people by getting down yeah. low, 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 low. <laughs> well, you know, 
I already know how you think, yeah? <laughs> so, the rivalry is strong with this one, and it has to be Tekken-related, and if it is, <laughs> it could be no, none other than Ling Zhao Yu, who constantly shows you how to die. Oh, <laughs> mate, I was going to rephrase it. I was going to rephrase it. I initially wrote it as this Chinese 16-year-old fucking annoying bitch, but I thought he's going to get it straight away from that one sentence, isn't it? Like, yeah, 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 I've got one for you, man. For next time. Anyway. That's it, that's it. So, Alex, there you go. Cool. Three at three. Cool. Round of applause, listeners, for Alex. Thank you. Obviously, from the pre-gym, honestly, that's what we do here. There you go, mate. <laughs> Representing the Delphi yeah, cool. Boxing Gym. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, you know, I, I thought I, I'm going to make them tougher next week. But yeah. listeners, if you have Let's any characters or jeopardy like questions for alex um again send them into the links or one of the links in the description for this podcast and then we'll get test alex next week yep okay so are you ready oh, no never am mate never am <laughs> all right cool so for you mate we have three questions um and yeah it's going to be challenging your 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 knowledge you know, the fact, obviously, fans of the show will know that you do have a vast knowledge when it comes to anything Sony, particularly oh, man. the PlayStation. Sure now, you know, you can't yeah. say you, yeah. you built me up Some... to fall down. I know you have. I know you fucking did it. Yeah, you, you, could, you could earn the moniker as a Sony PlayStation encyclopedia. <laughs> all right. But uh, all right, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how you play after these uh, few little questions. Uh, and the first one for you, Mr. PlayStation 101, is, which should be an easy one for you. What was the name of the original black PlayStation console? PlayStation 1 console, PlayStation 2, 3, 4, which one? PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1. Oh, that was that dev kit. Um, net, net your owls. Net, yeah, net your owls. Net your net yarrows is what we're yarrows, net yarrows. Yeah, it's a development kit. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to buy it, and then I realised that no, it's obviously I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the net back then? Had nobody had an idea. Yeah, congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, on to number two. Um, Can you name five Sony published PSP launch games? Fucking you in these lists, man. Go on, man. This so is right up your alley. So what's the question? Can you can you name five Sony published PSP launch games? Launch games. Okay, so, so that will be coming in the place. So it has to be Sony published, right? It has to be Sony published. PSP, not PS1, 2, or PS3. Uh, <laughs> Go on, dude. So obviously, I remember, I, bought, I remember I bought this on the launch. So, uh, yeah. what was it called? World Tour Soccer. So I bought okay. that on the launch. So that was one of my launch. Yeah. What was the other launch game? Wipeout. I bought Wipeout as well. Yeah. Uh, was it, WRC. I bought WRC. What was the other two then? What was the other two? Medieval. Or others. Medieval was that one? Yeah, medieval. Yeah, that um, is one. The last one. Oh fuck me! What was that tank game? There was like a. Um, it was based off a different name, but they changed it. Mm-hmm. No clues today, mate. This is this fired is up. Wrong. Fired up. Fired up. Congratulations. <laughs> That was sweaty, mate. That was fucking out, man. You came in for the jungler this first week, didn't you? Fucking out. That was pure jokes. All right, cool. For your final question for this week. Uh, I don't know if you're ready for this one. 
you know, but this Looking is after the second one. Cold. I don't think I am ready for this one. <laughs> You're gonna have to crawl to the firmest part of Dude, that place. You know, like now I know <laughs> what it feels like when you go from round one to two in Tekken, you can barely stand up. Like, no, like, no. <laughs> somebody had this guy a mic because he thinks he's a stand up comedian. Not anyway. <laughs> Your number three question is simply this simply, what engine was used for the PS3 exclusive Heavenly Sword? Fucking hell, bro. What, what the engine fuck? was used for the PS3 exclusive Heavenly Sword? I loved Heavenly Sword as well, man. That was that, the that had the girl from Fringe in it. Uh, Anna <laughs> Torf. Yeah, Anna yeah. Torf. Yeah. You know, the engine. Okay. She'll be popping up in uh, Last of Us as well. Let's see if she's going to be in Last of Us as well. I'm trying to start. I'm forget about pick, that. Forget about Last of Us. <laughs> I'm trying to what picture engine, the startup screen for Heavenly okay. Sword. Come on, it's an easy one. Sony computer can only be two PS3. So PS3 had two proprietary engines that were going with it. One was Unreal, one was Havoc. So it's one of the. Uh, I'm gonna go with Havoc. Congratulations, wait. Pause then and that shit. Fuck, it's unreal. It was only one or the other. Just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. But uh, yeah, Havoc was the engine. Dude, that was hard, mate. That was tricky, mate. That was tricky. But uh, okay, now I thought we'd go easy week one. You fucking went for the jugular. So watch for week two. Watch for week two. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on. We got to come out hard, man. You go hard or you go. Home, that's what we're looking for. That's what I'm talking about. I wish I could I wish I could go to PlayStation Home, but they don't let us anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> anymore, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Down. But listeners, thank you very much for listening to episode 61. Again, if you want to put uh, questions in to me about uh PlayStation, then you can. And if you want to do Jeopardy to Alex, you can as well. Um, all the links are in the description of where you can send those letters or questions into. Um also, uh, don't delete um, or stop this podcast now. You'll hear the end entrance and then the end music, sorry. And then you'll have a few minutes of a preview of our latest PSX episode where we're going through all the latest PlayStation 5 rumors, big rumors. So stay tuned for that. With that being said, thank you very much from myself. Alex, I'll leave it for you for the final word. Be kind to one another. I'm going to leave it on like a nice worldly moment like that. I'm not even going to ruin it. I'm not even going to ruin it. (laughs) Stay tuned for the latest PSX. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PSX. The latest PX, I was about to say PS5, but anyway, welcome back to the latest PX. We've just done the latest PS5, so make sure you go check that out. I'm your host today, Mr. Alex Silvester, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Sonny Sangera. How are you doing? Excited for this show, man. We're talking rumors. Oh, 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 something we only dabble in, you know, every so often because obviously we want to make sure that we're factual with our show. But yeah, this week we're going to just take a bit of a left and see some of the biggest rumors out there which are being whistled about within the industry. So, uh, what are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts? Yeah, dude. Excited? Uh, yeah, I am definitely. I mean, you yeah. got the list as well. We got some good stuff there. Top five, top five biggest rumors going around PlayStation cool. now. So, hit me with the first one. All right, well, the first one is From Software making a PS exclusive. <laughs> what could it be? When oh, could it man. be? What do we want it to be? What does it need to be? <laughs> well, dude, it's interesting because the initial source for this rumor was uh, Nick Spessel, who is mm-hmm. from the Xbox Era podcast, 
who has confirmed obviously previous PS5 rumors and other games in the past. And he's talking yeah. about that it's not a Bloodborne sequel, um, but that they're making a whole new entry in the Soul series exclusive for the PS5. Okay. Now, at first, I'm just like, um, yeah, okay, whatever. But then obviously, he added that the rumor is that it's a hybrid PS5 slash PSVR2 game. So it can be like Resident Evil 7, it can be played either. And at first, I just thought, yeah, whatever. We hear this all the time. Microsoft will never let that happen. But then I forgot that Sony bought 4% of the company that own From Software and are on the board. So, you know, really? if you can't buy From Software, buy the company that, right, the company that owns them, right? <laughs> exactly. That's very Bruce Wayne of them. But I mean, right. it's really interesting <laughs> because obviously From Soft, they did Demon Souls, then they did Dark Souls, and then they did uh, Bloodborne. They've obviously done Sekiro as well, and they're doing yeah. Elden Ring which is due, like, January, February is going to be one of the biggest games of the year, that is. Um, but, I mean, what's yeah. your thoughts? Because From Software have become, like, they've got a cult following. They have a specific... St- I love the fact that they do not break to, you know, accommodate gamers. They don't accommodate trend mm-hmm. topics. They don't a- accommodate any sense of this game is too hard. They make absolutely old school Mega Drive, Golden Axe level difficult games, Nintendo style Castlevania difficult games. You know what I mean? And they don't care. They don't butt around the bush. Their games are hard. No difficulty yeah. settings. Really, really tough to play. What's your thoughts on it? It could be anything. It could be absolutely anything. I mean, it, like you said, I mean, I've got like such a varied like list of games. Their whole catalog ranges from Dark Souls to Armored Core to even uh, Monster Hunter. That's <laughs> you know. So they could do anything they want to and put their mind to. But I do hope they're going to come out with something which is going to be refreshing because I think that's what the industry needs. And it's a very generic answer, but it's true. You know what I mean? I don't want to just see like another sequel or just another remake. I want to see them pull out something innovative, you know, which is just going to make, you know, the world just see them in a new light or even try and just change the way industry games are being made right now because uh, it's it's great seeing, you know what I mean, new spruces up, you know, 4K, 60 going everywhere. But I want to see something really, really groundbreaking. So I'm going to I'm gonna sit forward for this next one, Alex. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. Close your eyes. I'm closing. Now imagine mm-hmm. playing Demon Souls in VR from a first-person perspective. Demon Souls in VR? <laughs> you dude, oh my you don't God, understand. Serious, you need to go back and watch your face as I say it. Your reaction is like, holy like, shit. You're a joke. You know what I mean? Anyhow, they did that. You know how many people would break their VR headsets? Oh, Alex, you know Alex, mean? as you said, like, think about the power. Them, like, so durable. But think about the power of PSVR 2, and you can see reflections in reflections in VR. Like, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Be, like, I'm just like, holy absolutely shit. Absolutely amazing. It would look, it would look unbelievable. I mean, mm. like, like, yeah, like you said, man, reflections have reflections in these games. I mean, it would look like you're there. But the piss off ability, if there's even a word, would be on <laughs> 11. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would just be, yeah, people would be bashing us. The, I mean, the Marines TVs use, would be broken. The Marines use the term foobar. And I think FUBAR, playing really? from software game is FUBAR. And if you want to know what FUBAR means, it's <laughs> fucked up beyond all recognition. You know, um, that's what this company yeah. is doing, you know, if they do that one. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully they won't. Yeah, we, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. Uh, number two in our rumors today, uh, Bluepoint are remaking Bloodborne or Metal. <laughs> what a way to end that one. 
What you just heard there was a preview of our weekly Patreon exclusive show, Latest PSX. This show is available to all Patreons who help support the Latest PS5 podcast, which you can do as well. Just head over to www.patreon.com forward slash Latest PS5. The link is in this podcast description. Once you are a Patreon, you get access to the latest PSX and the latest PS5 early every single week and you can listen to all the shows that we produce. Thank you very much for listening and good night everybody. Mm-hmm.